0: These things of nonsense get in my way I'm trying to push myself to a place where I'm supposed to be is my
1: Hi, this is Laura Jean Finella, singer and songwriter here in Portland, Oregon in my studio apartment. The sun is shining beautifully. My basil is growing wonderfully after I pruned a, a plant I got at the store too much and there were no leaves on it and I had two that survived and some other baby ones around it in the dirt, which you don't realize when you're getting a, a whole basil plant in the store that there's little baby ones around it. And the little baby ones are actually growing in separate tiny little containers. So I'm kind of excited. I even actually put in a couple tomato seeds. So I get a little bit of a green thumb I'm trying. I don't know how it's gonna work, <laughs> but So today is about the power of words. And everyone knows I ran from domestic violence slash abuse because I really wasn't going out with the person. He just kind of forced himself into my life. But what reminds me of a lot of that is the limited series called Made on Netflix. And it made such an impression on me that series I watched the whole thing it was done so well the writing was so well it took you to such a realistic platform and it was about domestic violence but it also brought you to other areas of life that a person enters even though they're going through domestic violence, which I thought was really realistic. It didn't go too far out. It grabbed my attention and I wondered if I liked it, but then I thought it's better to do things with more reality in there and when domestic violence stories are written out, they're usually the same thing and it's the the good and the bad and then we're supposed to feel sorry instead of everyone is normal and human and these things just shouldn't happen anyway, which I think is a really good point. But the one thing that really, really came to mind before I get into the song, Where's My Waltz, which really is kind of a good theme for this whole um, podcast, was the fact that I couldn't see, uh, just like this young girl couldn't see, over and over again, what was happening to me in my marriage this was when i was 19 i got married that it was so wrong what was being done to me and i had to keep reminding myself before i left this is wrong this is bad this is wrong this is bad and when i look at this young girl she's 25 has a three-year-old or two turning three and she has to keep reminding herself. And though this man didn't hit her, he was throwing things, which mine not only hit me, but he would throw things and just miss her. And mine, when he threw things, like he, I remember him coming in the door, throwing a huge chair across the room. And I was just so scared. And he would do this more than once. So I would go to work and be shaken. But, um, she was trying to, to say, well, he didn't hit me yet. She knew she didn't want to deal with it. And then toward the end, he was forcing her to like sit down and eat, forcing her to do things, trying to command her and control her. And she was so intimidated because I feel because he would have strong physical actions around her that were frightening. And I I don't think that Maybe it's realized, of course, he drank too much, so he wouldn't realize it, but he he didn't realize that. And so I just, it made me, it brought comfort to me at the fact that I know I did the right thing for sure because no one has to deal with that. And it really solidifies that in this series. So if you have any question, I think it's really important to watch this. So I wrote the song this week, Where's My Waltz, and the power of words came to me this week, and I know when I was running from my abusive situation, I had nothing a lot of the time, and I said as long as I have pen and paper, nobody can take that away from me, it's easy enough to get and the power of words are really so powerful and I know they had exercises in this series in the domestic violence shelter as I had when I stayed at one which was kind of a turn slash domestic violence to like a homeless situation for women and then a dangerous situation and then they took out the services of course once I moved in I was trying to talk about all the injuries all over my body and that wasn't unusual with my situation and how how higher people were so wrapped up in my abuse. But we did have um, like arts and crafts things where you would write as a form of expression and healing. And even one of my poems were published in the book that came through when I was there. But they had these exercises in the, the Maid series where you would write and talk about it and in a healing format. But I just think to be able to express yourself on paper, especially if that's the only way that you can express yourself, it's really powerful and important, and it makes such an important change. And I think a lot of what I think about, and I I think about it for other women too, when I say, where's my waltz? It comes to me, where I talked about this a little bit last week, Um, the song Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars. It it, it started there for me. And the fact that I have so much passion and things that inside of me, creativity-wise, and I think in life in general. And set aside from romance... I feel, like, I feel like sometimes I can't reach that plateau towards romance and have the strong passion towards these other things in my life. And so I feel like other women feel that way. So I wanted to address that. So in the song, Where's My Waltz, I start out with all these things of nonsense get in my way. I'm trying to push myself to a place where I'm supposed to be though I crave passion, I still do too to romance. Where's my waltz? I need love. It's so important to me too. Where's my waltz? Then I say tip on my toes in my head till I see myself falling off a cliff. I'm busy in my head, don't appear to have time for anything else. Incomprehensible images Controllingly sit before me. I'm left confused. What is my next step? And when I was picturing writing it, I just kept seeing like blank, kind of like blank images, maybe blurred in. So that, those are the best words that I could think of. I loved tip on my toes in my head, which is something I always had done, wanted to be a dancer and always moving a lot moving around fluently in my home and the other thing I I would always picture I don't know if this is uh, weird or not but uh, flying off a cliff being a bird and being able to have so much power that I could fly off a cliff I know my mother would be afraid I was actually going to jump off a cliff but that's how much imagination I had and obviously I, I was in an abusive situation even though my mom didn't probably didn't realize that I'm sure but I had to use my imagination in such a strong way because I was trying to cope with things that were going on in the house and I'm busy in my head I don't appear to have time for anything else so that really has been my whole life and I think when I would feel negativity come my way that's where I would fall into um I think maybe when someone would try to enter into my life, I would try to use that too as a barrier to to give myself more confidence so that they couldn't hurt me. Then the next verse, perhaps it's a protector, a guard, a knight, my royal side that I love to bring out again. Once again, a self-defense mechanism, which is what I just spoke of. It's embedded so deep inside me I can't see it. Maybe this is why This is seen to you so strongly this is way, this way. This would be talking to um, someone, maybe a partner or just someone who knows me or someone who feels this way. So I thought that was really neat. Now the composition is really different. The composition is really more of, I guess, a pop rock. And I really, really enjoy it. And now it's completely outside of my comfort zone again, but it's pushing me to a different level of making a song. So I really like that. i'm I'm really taken by that. So power of words, no matter what happens in your life, you always do have your pen and paper. And I just think that that's really important for people to know. I, I think that it's it's really important. My health this week. Let's see, what have I been doing this week? That has been... What have I gotten into my life that I've bought? I already mentioned the pomegranate powder, the date syrup. I don't have much maple syrup left. Um, Let's see. I've been doing a lot of pasta, beans, which I already mentioned. A lot of fish. Um I found there's a lot of mercury in tuna, so I've been... Definitely avoiding that, which it's really reasonable tuna, so that's a tough one. But scallops, shrimp, and tilapia, believe it or not. And tilapia is one of the cheapest fish to buy. And it is really low in mercury, so it's really good for you. So I was happy with that. I love lobster. lobster is one of the highest ones. So I, I'm doing pretty good there. Um, let's see I made some really good almond flour carrot cake cookies which I think I'm going to try to share this week on my my um, Lord G. Fanon in the Kitchen at Facebook and then I put it up, I think I put it up at Twitter too sometimes, but I always try to put it up at, just at that Facebook page if someone wants to know what kind of desserts I'm making, because I do try to stay to uh, the fruit or the almond flour desserts in between and only have my my simple carbs at mealtime. So I try to make sure that I do that. And I made a really cool Spanish rice. And I found if you really cook the onions, it's really important to cook the onions as long as the recipe says, or to really make sure that you cook them through thoroughly. They'll tell you, like in recipes, to cook them till they're translucent it really makes a huge difference and I never really realized that because when I made the Spanish rice and the woman had written down to make sure that you cook the onions till they're translucent for 15 minutes and I think she said on medium heat and I I got bored to wait because a lot of times people will say three to five minutes but I really listened to this woman she said the best Spanish rice and it was rated extremely high and I thought There's a lot of noise in the background. Sorry, I'm living right downtown in Portland. So, but I thought I'm going to listen to this woman because I couldn't see anything in this, this recipe that made it outstanding. And she just used very little tomato paste. And I even put in a hair more and I added chopped up peppers though, chopped up red and green pepper. And it was so good. And I couldn't believe it. I don't even, I think I just used water too in that. I'll have to try to remember to share that. And uh, when I made hash browns, I was trying to think of something I could make with potatoes that didn't take a whole lot of ingredients. I just grated two potatoes, put in um, a quarter of each of a red pepper and a green pepper. And I chopped up a whole small onion. And I just browned, I cooked the onions the same way browned them in some olive oil, made sure that the onions were cooked thoroughly. I put in the peppers afterwards. I made sure I squeezed the potatoes out on a towel and got as much moisture out as I could, so they were pretty white by the time I added them in. And I cooked them fairly high and didn't turn them for about 10 minutes. And then did that on each side, and they were really good. So the onion thing definitely has... uh, has something to do with keeping your, your food cooked well. So, I mean, if you have just simple things to eat, I also made some pasta. I got organic pasta for like $1.59 at Whole Foods. I just put in a little bit of oil after I cooked it and shook in some basil that was, uh, it was organic. So it was like three something, I think. In, um into the pasta, it was dry, the dried basil. And it was really good. And I think because I've been eating so much, um, so many beans and just fish, I could really taste the pasta with the basil and the oil. And what I wanted to mention is when you're going through abuse or with women in general, life is really stressful, that I'm finding to ward off all these extra illnesses and like with me, I mentioned I'm having really hard time with skin rashes, and I know it's that I'm tired and I'm really trying to just keep up with everything and, and you know, the appearances and the routine and being a woman and doing my work. And, of course, you know, I had abuse in my life, so that's going to be a huge factor, constantly dealing with the stigma to that. But I'm really finding changing my eating has made me stronger to be able to fight off the physical illnesses that come with these things. And I swear, just a few days after I completely went on beans, I could see the rashes in my body going away. So it's just my body's not having to work so hard to break down the food inside my body. And I've been really strict to stay away from refined sugar. And I I know I said last time I was going to tiptoe it back into my diet a little bit. But then I I had this rash come on, and I'm sure it was from the stigmas of abuse and everything else of being a woman. So I haven't, I've been strict about not going to the refined sugar right now. So if I have anything that's going on in my life, and I see that I can't tiptoe towards venturing into other foods that are like treats and you don't do a lot of then i don't go there so i've been really strict about inflammatory oils definitely haven't been doing sunflower safflower which isn't a lot of the chips out there that i love to eat Uh, salty snacks which i only have sea salt but still just to say what the oils are i mean (laughs) so i've been really good about only staying with olive oil a little bit of coconut oil here and there no white sugar at all and I've been holding my own of course I I use things I have like green kind of cleaners and um, other things that I use that are uh, how can I say more holistic I guess alternative I guess (laughs) and then regular stuff over the counter that I use but um yeah i noticed that's been really helping me a lot i'm kind of up and down with that rash thing it seems like it's on its last leg i have a really um, nice basil diffuser in here now basil is huge to ward off bugs and for those who are hateful and might want to throw them your way which i really feel that's an issue with me i've kind of come down to that but basil with a diffuser and make sure you put a door guard under your door if you don't have one. I ignorantly have been where I'm living in my fifth year and haven't even known to make sure I have a door guard so that space under your door means a huge makes a huge difference so I'm actually putting one in for the first time in my life today but also I've been spraying my apartment and doing all kinds of things to keep it extra clean, keep bugs out. I mean, we're talking like ridiculously and that adds to rashes because I can't handle a lot of chemicals. But um, and now, especially now, it's, it seems more sensitive with uh, kind of everything coming at me. But yeah, the, defa- the diffuser with the basil, basil drops in there coming out, I breathe better. Um, I heal better. The rashes definitely aren't as bad, and they can get bad. And it's amazing. So I just want to spread that to you. It keeps you calm, and it's kind of a weird smell. And it seems like it wouldn't help you. And be careful that you get pure basil and not... There's some stuff that'll it have a basil smell to it. And then I have the organic basil. It's a little pricey. It was $13 for a small bottle, which... I know when you get those small bottles of drops, they really can seem to last forever, but I'm filling this diffuser like three times a day at least. I have it running nonstop, which really is the only thing that's really keeping me breathing naturally with all the whatever is going on around me. So, but, um, yeah, just be careful that you get pure basil because if you go to the ingredients listed, I buy it online. I'm noticing some of them I almost bought. They just had a basil smell to it. So that has been really helping me. And I think it's really important that I share that with you guys, the fact that um, a diffuser with basil and what I'm eating is making a huge difference. Growing plant life, I feel like I have more control over being able to do something. To watch a seed, not even a seedling, uh, a seedling plant come up and that I can replant it and put Dirt in there, miracle Grow, not actual dirt, I don't know how to do that and don't want to do that, it is just miraculous to me, and I I really look forward to watching their growth and watering them every day, and, and I, it, I can't even tell you the power that I feel over something so simple, and I just, I pay more attention to the outside of my window, too, and what's going on out there in the sky with the trees and things, which is so pretty, too, because I keep my window open on one side of my apartment now where they sit so they get enough light and sun every day. So it's just amazing. It really takes you away from the horrible humdrum in life that can grab you. That is so not worth it if you can just pull away from it, even just for a few minutes. It's so not worth it to take your full attention at any time, certainly not your whole day. And I kind of, Put a, a a braggy, kind of nonsense picture up at my Facebook, Lori Jean Finella, of me standing, kind of backwards, kind of posing. And I've been doing yoga and leg lifts, and I had such a bad situation on the back of my legs, and I'm so proud of where I brought myself. And and that was all from yoga, and then I did like 50 leg lifts leg lifts on each side and because my back was injured so bad from abuse I can't do it standing up so after I do my yoga poses I end up on my knees so I do them on my knees I don't lift my leg high I isolate it and that seems to work for me but I just wanted you to know that's you know just just from doing yoga riding a bike every day for 25 minutes indoor just sometimes I don't even ride it on a, on a really medium impact. Sometimes I just do a low impact. I try to circle my, do circles with my arms because my arms were so bad, I mean, and so I just really, and my arms hurt because I've, I've had my nerves separated really bad, like straight down separated, like in, at least in three different places and in different shapes, forms and sizes as abuse as well. And so I just, I, you know, it hurt. And my doctor told me, she said, exercise till it hurts, exercise till it hurts. <laughs> so she gave me permission that I'm not gonna die doing it. And so I just really pushed myself. So for about three or four months at my arms, I did that. I had to slow down a little bit. I was getting tired, starting to eat so many beans, but <laughs> and vegetables, so it does get you tired. But then I seem to get a kick from my like, coconut sugar. When I make things of coconut sugar, and make even your own homemade chocolate. That really helps me. I put homemade chocolate squares in my smoothie that I only put the date sugar and the pomegranate powder, which is a little too tart for me. So if I freeze some of those, then I and I put a couple of squares of them, I put them in my ice cube tray. It's made of coconut oil. I'm, I know I have it up at my Laura Jean Fanola in the kitchen page. I mentioned it so many times. It's called homemade dark chocolate. You can find it under Google. If you hashtag Lord G. in the kitchen and just put homemade dark chocolate, I'm sure you'll find it. But it just uses coconut oil. Uh, You can use honey or maple syrup. You can even use coconut sugar in that if you like. And vanilla. Uh, I think there's a no, that's pudding. There's a pinch of salt in it, I think. I make pudding like that with honey and cacao. I use organic cacao powder. But that really helps me using coconut sugar and then cacao. Cacao itself is helpful. So that's what gets me through giving me a little more energy because I can see why vegetarians eat more sweets because I understand you're losing bad things going in your body from whatever people feel is in red meat, which I agree doesn't always agree with me that well. I will certainly treat myself, the holidays coming up, though, with that. But um, on a regular basis, I'm still too afraid to do that. But, you know, we find sugar, I think, for us that are abused. We have to be careful with that. Once in a while, I think, once a week. But really, honestly, from my experience, I will tell you, it is hard to fight what we're going through, even just as women with too much refined sugar. I mean, it just kicks me in the butt. I can see that my body just goes in a seriously wrong direction. So where it's not a really bad thing, I think, because sugar is really natural. All the stuff that was given to us on the ground and the earth was given to us for a reason. And I'm not saying go out and eat poisonous mushrooms, but I just think that the sweetness that we found in sugar was was something we were supposed to find, it brought smiles to our face, it made kids happy growing up. But I just think all the processes of what we've done, to our planet in general obviously is what has hurt us, but you know I think we're trying hard to go in the right direction and we just have to try to make reasonable choices as to what we have now and where we thought we needed to go. So. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast and I really enjoyed making this song. So I hope that you enjoy it and maybe it'll be something I produce. So I'm still working on my other songs coming out. So maybe next time I will be sharing the next draft of the next song that I'm working on to be produced. Thank you for listening. Lloyd Jean Fanella sing a songwriter and bless you. tipping my
0: toes in my head till I see myself falling off a cliff. I'm busy in my head, don't appear to have time for anything else. Incomprehensible images controlling sick people. a protector of God, a light, a self that's my goodness, it's embedded so deep inside me I can't see it, maybe this is why this is seen to you, so strongly this way.